Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Presented by AfterBuzz TV, where integral members of the WWE, Kathy Kelly, Sonya Deville, and Christy St. Cloud started their careers. This is Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, the first online pro wrestling show dedicated to all things women's pro wrestling, showcasing news and interviews with top superstars in the industry. And now, AfterBuzz's own gorgeous hosts of wrestling. Bonjour. See, because of Canadian connection. Uh, welcome to <laughs> You're Watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. Uh, my name is the Canadian assassin, TK Trinidad. And the woman who won the Great Sperm Race is not with us today. She is currently at E3. But we do have America's chocolate sweetheart, Evan T. Mack, with I like, us. I like the twist. I like that twist, you know, girlfriend. So, so Julia Roberts doesn't come after you. That's, that's real talk, man. So, supposedly. <laughs> supposedly. Yeah, I would like to see that, but I don't think it's going to happen. Oh. Um, we have an amazing show lined up for you, like I promised. We always have amazing shows because mm-hmm. that's just how I do things. Uh, we have WPW Star of the Week. We're also going to do a little bit of news. But right now, mm-hmm. we have nothing but illustrious guests. And if you know where I pull that off from which show, then please... <laughs> Tweet me because we both have same interests. Five-time knockout champion, the queen bee herself, Miss Madison Rain. Welcome. What up? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I have to say, Canadian assassin, is that right? Yes. That's like the coolest. That's better than most wrestling monikers. Ooh, <laughs> I have to give massive props to you for that. That's awesome. Thank <laughs> you. Well, thank you. First off, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, what what I didn't know is that you're going to be traveling. So you know, for taking the time out, for driving mm-hmm. all the way from Nashville to Columbus, Ohio, and doing this interview while you're doing that, greatly appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. It gives my husband a break from me going, okay, are we there yet? Are we there yet? What do you want to talk about? And then yeah, al- thanks for having me. And then also, uh, your husband is a big Oregon Ducks fan? Oh, he is. So yes. I went to Oregon, so just, you know, a little shout out to oh, the Ducks. I apologize. Uh. <laughs> oh, she said she apologized. <laughs> oh. oh, the hate is real. It's okay. When, when you're that great, it's, it's, under, it's understandable. Just, just... I'm from, I, I'm from like born and raised in Ohio, and I lived in Columbus for much of my adult life. So, like, by default, I'm a Buckeyes fan. Yeah, you can't, but, yeah, you can't, you have um, to be a that, Buckeyes fan. Yeah. Well, that national championship game is essentially kind of what brought Josh and I together. So I have like a, a bit of a love-hate relationship with there you go. So yeah, so you, you'll have to like us no matter what. That's just how, how, how we do. <laughs> um, so um, I, so just, you know, disclaimer for you guys who haven't, who are just watching me for the first time, watching us for the first time. I just got back into wrestling maybe three or four years ago. Um, I've been watching way too much wrestling but that's for for the job um i saw you appear on impact wrestling and i was like wait who's this so i kind of looked at all your history hit you up and you're like yeah i want to do the interview so what is uh, what has it been like to uh be back in impact wrestling it's been a whirlwind i feel like um i've come and gone quite a few times um and thankfully 
the company and the fans of Impact Wrestling um, and just, you know, women's wrestling fans as a whole. They're so passionate, um, but they've been so supportive of all of my comings and goings. Um, but this time has been um, a crazy whirlwind, to say the least. It's, it's been exciting, though. It's fun. I'm glad that I can still get in there and go after these few years that I've been wrestling. <laughs> well, I mean, they seem like an amazing company. I remember in one of your interviews, they, uh, you said that while you were pregnant, they were still, you know, paying you, which is, you know, awesome. uh, I don't want to say it's unheard of in in, in uh, America, but I mean, that's pretty, for a company to do that yeah. is a really good thing. Yeah, I mean, they essentially created a position for me, um, and I... I don't. I may be wrong in saying this, but to my knowledge, um, I'm the first of now many women who um, worked full time as a professional wrestler on television mm. and then left um, to go have a child and then came back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, and... Part of the reason it was so easy for me to come back is because the company stayed so connected with me. They created this job for me, which was basically um, I would watch Impact every every week and I would tweet about it and like I would interact with the fans that way. Nice. And then I started writing a weekly blog about um, how I was still trying to somehow stay connected um, and my journey through you know pregnancy and motherhood. So mm-hmm. like they they gave me this platform to continue. Um, you know, to stay connected with my with my fans and stay intertwined in the product. Um, and so it was a very easy transition back into Impact um, 12 weeks after I had my daughter. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, so now that you're in Impact, is there any talks of a possible beautiful people kind of uh, coming, like all you guys coming back into Impact and, you know, doing forming world dominance? <laughs> um, that hasn't been a conversation um, that's, that's come up thus far. Uh, we did kind of explore that back in, I think it was 2016. Um, we had a brief reuniting of the beautiful people, but then Angelina Love actually ended up um, getting pregnant, mm-hmm. so we couldn't continue with the um, with the revival. Um, but I don't think that Velvet is doing much if any in-ring competing um and i mean i loved every second of my time in the beautiful people but i feel like at this point in my career um i found a really good groove as far as like standing feet and developing my own character and, and kind of doing my own thing uh so i would never I, i'd never say never but at this point it hasn't been something that has been uh, actively discussed it's like you you travel a lot. You know, they, it's pretty much part of your job and what you do for your career. Is there a, a favorite city that you like to uh, wrestle in? Anything that, um, any memories in a, in, a, in a certain city that you love? Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, oddly enough, when I was starting out my career at Impact and I was traveling around, I had always said that Nashville was one of my favorite cities. 
I loved everything about it. I loved the culture. I loved the atmosphere. And then I ended up living there for four years. Um, so that was pretty cool. Like the, any fans, any wrestling fans, like in the Southern States are still so diehard and, yeah. and they, they love everything about professional wrestling. So any of the Southern States, like Georgia and in Tennessee and you know, Alabama, like the, that's always a fun crowd to perform in front of Texas, anywhere in Texas, those fans, um, they always get rowdy. And then obviously anytime I'm able to compete in, uh, anywhere in Ohio, but specifically in Columbus, where a lot of my friends and family can come and watch. Um, you know, I'm partial to being able to do that, too. Awesome. Now, you said, um, so five-time Impact Knockout Champion. You said on multiple occasions that you want to kind of go for that sixth one. Um, what is your kind of goal? Like, do you want to kind of, is your is your ultimate goal 10? Is your ultimate goal 7? What what would be, you know, if you can wave a ma- magic wand, what would be your kind of goal, goal in your wrestling career? Um, my ultimate goal is, is six, and here's why. Because if I... If I were a 10-time knockouts champion, that would mean that I would have gained it and then lost it four more times. Okay. Um, so my goal is to be a six-time knockouts champion and, you know, maybe retire as such or um, in, any, in any event not lose it to have to try to become a seven-time right. knockouts champion. But that would make you tied, right? Um, actually, Gail held it. Seven times, yeah, yeah. Angelina Love is second with um, six title reigns. So, um, so why you know, not? If I if I if I got it six times and then I was able to keep it, then I would maybe possibly be able to surpass Gail in um, total number of days that someone held the knockout oh, okay. championship. I would be totally okay with that. Okay, mm-hmm. I like that. That's pretty good. So, so, so male or female, who was like your biggest influence when you were starting out, if if anybody? Um, so the first women's match that I ever remember watching was Alundra Blaze wow. and Bull Nakano on Monday Night Raw. Wow. Um, and that was the first time I remember going, oh, my God, like women do this and it's awesome. And they're like they're in there really giving it. And I was captivated by that. Uh, but then the more that I watched it, because professional wrestling was always something that was on in my house growing up. I have two older brothers. Um, so they and my dad would watch wrestling. And then once I got to a certain age, I was hooked and would be right there with them. Um, but it was Shawn Michaels, who, like, I was just absolutely obsessed with the whole time that I was growing up. And, um, like, loved watching him perform, but also loved, like, his story that he would tell about how, you know, he wanted to be a wrestler. And people told him, you're never going to make it. You're too small. Um, and I, on a good day, am five foot three if I stretch when I get out of bed in the morning. So um, I can definitely relate to having been told that, plus being a female that small trying to make um, I I understood his struggle as my career was beginning. Absolutely. So um, as, as far as that, okay, what, so what do, you, what do you guys do in your downtime when you're, when you're not wrestling, you're not traveling all over the place? What do you do to unwind? What do you and your LB do like to do when you guys are just relaxing? <laughs> um, so when I'm not wrestling, I am a full-time mommy. Like that's the hat that I put on the second that the plane touches down at home. Um, and I thankfully have been able to, um, with the love and support, of impact wrestling. I mean, the travel schedule with impact is not nearly um, as intense 
as a lot of other wrestling companies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I've been able to find that good, happy balance um, between work and home life. Um, so when I'm home, I'm mom. Um, my little girl's a couple months away from starting kindergarten, so we're making sure that we can write all of our letters and numbers, and we're starting to be <laughs> able to like sound out words when, when we're reading books. Um, but I also teach um, like boxing boot camp classes a couple nice. times a week, so... Um, that makes me feel pretty badass too. Cool. Now, um, you have worked uh, with Gail in the ring. Now, Gail has taken on a different position with Impact Wrestling. What's what? What is it like working with her now in her new position, as far as her helping uh, the girls out? It's so funny the way that um, things kind of come full circle in wrestling, right? Because Gail and I first, um, when when she first came back to Impact. We were a team together, and then we feuded for the longest time. And then I stepped away from in-ring competition, and I was part of Impact's creative team for a long time um, and writing stuff specifically for the knockouts when she was still competing. Nice. So now she's taken on more of a backstage um, agent-type role, and I'm back in the ring competing. So it's really cool, and she and I have... um, this mutual respect for one another and she's always very um supportive of any ideas i have creatively and uh you know when it comes to matches and stuff she she kind of gives me free reign because she trusts me that way Mm -hmm. um and so it's really fun to be able to continue working with her regardless of what capacity it's in now is there anybody as far as um we'll just start with impact that you're waiting to kind of have a match with or you're like oh she's she's new i like her style i can't wait to get in the ring with her yeah i was really excited to get in the ring um with tessa blanchard and you know, we we did that in that episode of Impact aired, I believe it was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first time she and I had, have shared locker rooms in the past. Like we've done Shimmer together and different independent promotions together, but we've never shared a ring. Yeah. Um, and I knew, like, I watch her wrestle all the time. She's incredible. Like, and for as long as she's been wrestling, to be as good as she is, is just like, it's unnatural. And I feel like before the final chapter is written in her career, she will be compared to the likes of Gail Kim and Trish Stratus and all those women who really paved the way Mm -hmm. um, because she's incredible. Um, And then I was really excited. I had never worked with Taya Valkyrie. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the not this last set of impact tapings, but the one prior in Orlando, I was actually able to get in the ring and have a match with her. Um, and I believe that airs not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Okay. Um, so at this point, like anybody that I can get in the ring with and not only maybe help them in some way, but continue learning. Um, I get excited anytime I'm able to learn from somebody because having done this for so long to be able to still be a student of the game in some way, um, that excites me. That's why I keep doing it. Nice. Now, um, we did have Gail on the show, uh, I don't know, one of these episodes, we had Gail on the show, and we talked about women's empowerment. So that's kind of been a big movement in in other organizations. But Gail mentioned that women's empowerment, as far as women wrestlers doing amazing things, um, has been kind of happening at Impact for years now. Um, One, how do you feel about that kind of statement? And two, where do you hope women's wrestling, or wrestling in general, will kind of, uh, will go in the next few years? Yeah, so um, I 100% I agree with Gail on that. Um, I wasn't there at the 
beginning of the knockouts division. It, it started in 2007. I came in 2009. Um, but I do know that Gail was the one who was championing for that. And she was the one going to um, the powers that be at the time and saying, like, you need to give us this platform. You need to give us this time um, and let us have this division and watch what we can do with it. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't for women like Gail Kim and Tracy Brooks and Christy Hemme, um, back then, there wouldn't be a knockout division now. So mm-hmm. the fact that they weren't afraid to um, step up and have a voice and use their voice um, for something that they believed in, and the fact that uh, impact management at the time allowed them to do that and gave them the ball and said, here you go, run with it, um, just speaks to how supportive I think impact wrestling has been of women uh, for a long time. Um, as far as where women's wrestling is now. Um, I don't think that it's ever been in a better place. I think that it's getting the attention it deserves. I think the women are working um, just as hard, if not harder, than the men a lot of times Mm -hmm. because, you know, we still feel like we have something to prove. At the end of the day, professional wrestling is still a male-dominated sport, but we're most certainly making our mark on it. Um, And, you know, I know that there's a lot of talk. I've said this before in interviews. There's a lot of talk about, um, the women's revolution and, and what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. But I always like to bring up and, and remind people that had it not been for that match between Alundra Blaze and Bull Nakano all those years ago and the women who came years before us, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have had the platform to now be doing what we're doing in 2018. So um, I think when you, when you think about women's wrestling and how successful it is right now, you have to give credit where credit's due to the women of yesterday who were able to pave the way for us when women's wrestling um was a bit of an oddity really um you didn't see much of it but they continued to fight for it um to be now what it is today yeah i mean you could even see it when um you know with other podcasts i mean i was listening to one podcast and they had a woman wrestler on but this was like their 200th episode and there's a very it was their very first woman wrestler on the show and i was just like wait a minute and there's so many amazing women um that that are doing amazing things in the wrestling world yeah. as you can see you know we we have one every on every week um so definitely kudos um to the women of the past and also gail kim for you know kind of um pushing through and making a way that we are in this position that we are today and not letting people forget that there's people in the past that's kind of put um, you guys in that in the forefront now. So definitely kudos to that. Now, in some interviews, I think uh, Evan's going to like this question because he asked it last week. Um, <laughs> I've, I've heard that you're a big Disney fan. Well, yes, I, I've always <laughs> liked Disney, but now being the mother of a four-year-old, I am by default like I have to be, or <laughs> I'm not the coolest mom on the block. So yes, I, yes. <laughs> so is there any particular Disney characters that you? And this is strictly an Evan question because he asks everybody <laughs> on the show. So I don't know if he knew that little tidbit, um, but this is apparently he likes Disney as well. So is there any <laughs> Disney characters that you are uh, fond of or favorites? Yeah, well, they come and go in cycles um, in my house, um, and most recently, the one that we've watched on repeat is um, Brave. Oh wow! Um, with the 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 redhead Merida, uh-huh. yeah, um, which which go- coincides with the last topic the, that we spoke about and women's empowerment mm-hmm. because she, you know, she goes and and does this thing and doesn't want to be forced to be married and and 
Um, so the fact that my daughter loves that movie is awesome. Um, but we've also gone through phases where we loved Rapunzel okay. um, and Tangled. Um, but the coolest moment for me was when the new Beauty and the Beast movie came out in theaters, um, and I took my daughter to see it. And then when we got home, I explained to her, like, when mommy was little, <laughs> there was actually a cartoon uh, movie of Beauty and the Beast. And so then when I found that and I showed her that, she was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And now they're real people. <laughs> um, I, so I would say that that, that Belle um, and that movie is probably my favorite I think for what, that reason. I think what might, might blow her mind is she, if you pull out like a VHS and she's like, oh my God. Seriously. <laughs> She'd be like, what is this thing? Awesome. <laughs> this is weird. I need to find a VCR to put the VHS in. <laughs> um, so um, now uh, in other... Re- other interviews, you said that you kind of were doing nursing, um, personal training, etc. What's the? I know you just got back into impact, but it seems like you um, you're kind of like myself. You always have like a plan as a plan on top of a plan um, as far as future here and etc. What's kind of the game plan after wrestling? Um, well, I'm still. I do have my personal training certification, so I do that. Um, I teach those the boxing classes, um, and I have been pursuing a nursing degree. I was actually in school to be a nurse um, when I decided that I was going to put education on hold for a while to pursue wrestling. Um, So then I went back to um, nursing uh, in the last couple of years. But it's funny that you asked that question because literally in the last couple of days, I've I've been having conversations both with my husband and um, people at the, the college that I go to about switching into um, the legal field. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know that I will be a, an attorney anytime soon, um, but it has definitely piqued my interest. Um, and I, I'm thinking very strongly that I may uh, pivot into something um, within the legal field uh, before I get too deep into the nursing program okay. to go back. So that's my plan B. But right now, like, this, wrestling is so funny, the way that it works, because I was, you know, kind of focused more on um, on school and, and personal training and doing all of that stuff. And then just as quickly as I got kind of redirected, wrestling started working in my favor again now. And um, I, I am back at Impact. Um, I'm also, I have... Um, just yesterday, they announced Ring of Honor that I'll be back um, working for them. I have a, a show for them on nice. June 30th. Nice. Um, Congratulations. And then, yeah, thank you. And then <laughs> last weekend, um, I had a qualifying match um, that led to me being um, all in for that big event in Chicago on yes. September 1st. So I'm literally all over the place. And, and that's may, I think that's why wrestling for me right now is more exciting maybe than it's ever been because I'm all over the place Mm -hmm. and nobody ever knows where I'm going to show up. And half the time, I don't know where I'm going to show up. Um, But that's, it's the first time in my career that I've been able to kind of do that and go out and um, explore uh, all options. So I'm really excited to be able to do that right now. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to get your thoughts on um, something I was uh, thinking about, like, often, like, do you think there's ever going to be a moment in, in time where, like, especially, like, a, a WrestleMania, where you could see two women, like, just, like, one-on-one in the main event of WrestleMania? Absolutely. And I think that, um, I think that Charlotte Flair has been very vocal about um, 
wanting to do that. And I think that Sasha Banks has actually spoken about it, too. Um, and if ever there was going to be a time for that to happen, I think that it's right now. I think that the um, the roster of women that WWE has on all three of their brands, um, on Raw, SmackDown, and in NXT, mm -hmm. like they're phenomenal. They're hard workers. Um, they give 110%, and it shows every time they're in the ring. So um, not only do I hope that that happens, I truly feel like it's probably going to happen within the next three to five years. Wow. Now, um, there has been mentioned that you kind of also had an acting career or you, you kind of majored in acting before you got into wrestling. Has there any, been any thoughts as far as pursuing that, almost being um, a, a female version of The Rock or John Cena? <laughs> um, I, you know, it, it's been like a fleeting thought from time to time, um, and I would never pass up the opportunity to do something like that. I do love acting. Um, I was in drama club in high school, like total drama nerd. Um, <laughs> and I owned it. Like when all of my other friends were worried about like being cheerleaders and, and hair and makeup. And I did all those things too, but I was also like obsessed with my drama club. Um, so I love it. Um, I think that I also get to kind of utilize my acting skills within wrestling um, so that's really cool, too. It's like athletic acting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if the right role um, or the right opportunity presented itself, I would absolutely not turn it down. Do you, um, do you have any regrets, anything that you would have done differently in your career, professionally or anything like that, or you're, you're good? No. I, I literally, no, I have no regrets. Um, you know, I think everybody who gets into professional wrestling um, – their ultimate goal is to have their WrestleMania moment. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes when I let myself think about like, oh, I wonder if that could have been a cool like bullet point to have on my resume. But then in the next breath, I think, well, I'm far from done. Yep. <laughs> so who's to say that that would never happen? Um, but as far as regrets, no, I, I think that um, I've been very smart about my career, which is why I've been able to, um, stay in the wrestling business in some capacity on television for as long as I have. Yep. Um, and I've also tried my very best to remain humble um, with every opportunity that's come my way. And I think that that's helped me um, go far also. So, yeah, no, I have I have no regrets. I've loved every single second of my career. Awesome. Now, you did mention um, kind of the, the fleeting, not the fleeting thought, but the possible thought of like WrestleMania and you still have a lot in your career. Um, has have, have you... Has anybody from WWE contacted you, or have you ever been in contact with WWE and it just didn't work out for the timing-wise, or um, possible May Young Classic 2, any of that stuff? Um, well, I had a tryout back in the fall, back in October. Um, I spent three days at the Performance Center, um, and it was great. It, it was awesome, and I got nothing but positive feedback. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, have, I have spoken with people in wwe um but right now i'm not committed anywhere i'm not contracted anywhere so um again i would like to think that i've been very professional and remained humble in every opportunity that i've had so i would like to think that um you know any door would still possibly be open um and there's potential to explore um a little bit of everything right now mm -hmm. 
Now, um, for for you guys who don't know, but I think you should. So Josh, Ma- Josh, Josh Matthews, excuse me. He's also part of Impact, part of the commentary team. Has there any has there been any talks as far as a possible reality show or um, different types of shows <laughs> with Impact or outside of Impact or anything stuff like that? Um, with he and I, yeah. Um, there should be because we're a lot of fun. Um, we, yeah, actually, I mean, there was a little bit of discussion, um, when I was, when I was part of the creative team on impact, there were a lot of couples. Mm -hmm. Um, that's when, uh, Maria and Mike Bennett were in impact. Mm -hmm. Um, and Allie and Braxton Sutter were there, um, Cody Rose and Brandy, um, that's when they were spending their, their few months there at Impact. So um, I definitely presented that, um, and it was something that we kind of explored, uh, but nothing really really came of it. But Josh and I did uh, do a, a show for um, Impact Digital Platforms for the YouTube channel. Um, we hosted a show together called With This Ring. I did where see we that. Talked about, like, yeah, we recapped like the week before um, what happened on Impact. We talked a little bit about what was happening on the independent scene and which Impact stars were going out and where they were going to be um, that weekend. And then we were able to kind of just um, talk freely about, you know, whatever came up. And that was a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um, I, I spent a little bit of time doing commentary for the knockouts at Impact and obviously had one of the greatest mentors um, and learning how to do that. So that was a lot of fun, too. Um, but as far as a reality show, um, the offer hasn't presented itself yet, but I think that if and when it did, we would blow the Kardashians out of the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I said I actually watched um, a few of the episodes, and it was like, they should have a reality show, but like in a good way. It's like nice to see some people who genuinely love each other and actually have fun, and it's not, you know somebody throwing something at them or yeah. just, you know, it's, it's, you guys just seemed like you had a lot, of, a lot of energy. So I was like, why? I don't know if there has been any talks, but there should be. So maybe, I don't know, maybe impact can I repost them or something like that for, for people who haven't seen them. So then, you know, the powers that be can, you know, put this reality show together, just, you know, putting it out yeah, there. Yeah, I, th- I, mean, I think we've got a good dynamic. I think we're fun. And the thing about us too, like, is that we can enjoy doing stuff like that together because we have found that perfect balance. You know, it can get really tricky. I think when, um, couples work together, mm-hmm. live together, you know, they, they share every space together. Um, but we have found like literally from day one, we found that perfect balance. Um, so yeah, I think that, I think we should, we should get Ross Foreman on the phone and talk to him about, <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's, he's sitting right beside me and just shaking his head. <laughs> um, so somebody on the live chat said, what advice uh, would you give to others who want to get into the wrestling business? Um, go to college first. <laughs> um, I would say that there are a lot of people who claim to be wrestling trainers um, mm. who run independent wrestling promotions mm-hmm. um, who really just want to take your money and maybe aren't so much worried about teaching you, um, you know, the safety aspect of wrestling and how to actually properly um, wrestle to protect yourself and protect the people that you're with. And, mm-hmm. you know, there are a million things that 
that go along with the wrestling business. You need to learn how to speak. You have to know how to carry yourself professionally. And, and I don't think a lot of schools um, really practice all of that. They just kind of get in the ring and jump around and, hey, look at this cool thing I, I saw on TV and want to try. Um, so my biggest piece of advice would be to find a reputable school, um, find somewhere um, you know, where a significant amount of successful talent have, have come out of. You know, Lance Storm's got an incredible school in Canada that mm-hmm. has produced so many uh, incredibly talented um, women, specifically. Um, and there's a trainer in the Northeast, his name is Damian Adams, who was, uh, or who is, Deanna Perrazzo's trainer. And she's Gosh. one of the most talented women I've ever stepped into a ring with. So mm-hmm. my biggest piece of advice is to find a reputable, good wrestling school that can teach you the ropes the right way. Any, um, anyone you, you're liking to watch right now? Anyone, anyone of your, any favorites right now as far as wrestling, like female wrestlers? Like unsigned talent? Any, like anybody that you have your eye on or you think is really cool or um, like, like watching in your spare time? Yeah, I mean, I, I watch, I'm a student of the game still, so I watch everything. A- any bit of women's wrestling specifically, I mean, wrestling in general, but um, I love watching women's wrestling. I love that Ring of Honor has spent a lot more time on their uh, women's division now. I love that, you know, Tennille Dashwood's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to work just briefly with her in a um, six-woman tag match. I would love to have another match with her. Um, wow. And then I really like to... I still work uh, very closely with Shimmer. I like to go there and I like to watch the younger, like up and coming talent, you know, because they're still hungry. They still mm-hmm. want it. Um, and I remember being that. So, um, yeah, as far as like who to watch in the next couple of years, I would definitely say, you know, Deanna and Tessa and, um, you know, Chelsea Green, like she's, she's already had uh, a massive amount of success, but mm-hmm. she's right. still very new to the wrestling business and she's incredibly talented. Um, and then another um, Damian Adams trainee. Her name is Karen Q. She's out of the Northeast, and yeah. I, I think that she's absolutely phenomenal. So, yeah, those are my who-to-watch list. Cool. <laughs> and, and is there anybody um, that, if you can wave your wand, anybody on any or in any organization or is independent that you'd want to have a match with? Like your top five oh dream matches. Top five. Um, I would love to have a match with Alexa Bliss. Um, you know, we're both from Columbus, Ohio. Um, and I just, I think that she's so much fun and I think that she's incredibly athletic. She's fun to watch. Um, Charlotte Flair, obviously I think that, um, most women who haven't wrestled her have her on their list of dream opponents. Um, who else? Lacey Evans in NXT. Mm -hmm. I think that she's awesome. Um, Peyton Royce, I would love to work with her. Um, yeah, I, I've still got a pretty long list of people. You know, I've been very fortunate and been able to be in the ring with people like um, Gail Kim and Mickey James mm-hmm. and Victoria. I've been able to do a lot of great things in my career. But, yeah, I still have a list. So uh, Maybe I need to take a page out of Cody Rhodes' book and make that list and, and tweet about it. <laughs> it may be. Maybe. I mean, it's everybody. everybody's Twitter is like one of those things where you have access to everybody. Um, now, last question, or one of our last questions from the live chat, Joseph. So what up to Joseph? He's Bosa. on all, all our stuff. He says, uh, two weeks ago in Impact, uh, there was the first women's casket match uh, with uh, Allie and Sue Young. What was the reaction in the locker room um, when they were told um, they would be fighting for the knockout championship? Not fighting. Knock, knockout, excuse me, title. That was actually, that, that was the week that I um, 
first came back. Um, so that feud was escalating before I um, came back to Impact. Um, but I, I'm very, very close friends with Allie. I talk to her almost every day. And I know that she was, like, she was excited. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to a match like that or an opponent like Sue, I think that your first instinct is, is either fight or flight. Um, and I know that for Allie, hers was fight. So she was really excited. Um, everybody was excited to watch it. And then, um, I don't know if you guys watched it, but when yeah. Allie came out, she did her entrance, and she's usually, like, this bubbly little, uh-huh. like, bouncy bunny. And she came out in all black and had, like, the rosemary face paint on and she just went total like dark side it was the coolest thing i remember having goosebumps watching it in the yeah back. she did it very well like it was believable like it was believable both sides so you're used to seeing her one way oh, but when no. she came out you you saw the reason why she came out like that but it was also believable with it so definitely kudos to her she's she's doing a lot she's doing a better job than than others so i don't know if she does have any acting skills but that was definitely a good performance on her part she does, yeah, yeah. I think that she takes. Oop. Good she's a personality, like in life. Um, so, it, I'm I'm not surprised at all that she was able to own that character and nail it the way that she did. All right, so we thank you so much for uh, hopping on the phone with us as you're driving to uh, driving back to Columbus. Uh, thank your, your husband for putting up with the conversation or the questions we're asking you. I'm sure he wants to talk to you a little bit more on that travels, but like I said, really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, you have a life, you're a mother, you're, you're a wrestler, you do a bunch of things, so we like we definitely appreciate you taking the time to talking with us, thank and you. definitely this will not be the last time because you were an amazing woman. I'm sure there's amaz- a whole bunch of things that we are going to be talking about in the future yeah absolutely uh, i can't wait for for a uh, part two of this interview let's let's schedule that as soon as we disconnect here thank you guys so much for having for me. sure thank you. thank you so much well i mean just i love you know Booking great folks and yeah, booking awesome. great folks every week because that's just what I do. She had a lot of good answers too, especially about her who she would want to face. Yes, that was those were interesting picks for mm-hmm. those five. They were really pretty interesting. But we have a little bit of show left. Let's uh, get into that news real quick. Yeah, Tony. Listen, Tony. I'm going all crazy right now, man. We gonna start at number five. We start at number five, man. I'm throwing you for a loop, man. But you can handle it, man. You a big boy. <laughs> He's like, um... I'm going out of chronological order, bro. Let's okay. What are we looking this at? This one's interesting, man. See, because not every day TK Ooh. can be Rusev Day. Oh, yeah. And Lana Day. And Lana Day. Mm-hmm. Because there ain't nothing worse than coming back to your, to your hotel room and having something missing from your hotel room. Because mm-hmm. Rusev and Lana were involved in a hotel robbery. Rusev even tweeted out at Sheraton Hotels in Memphis. He goes, thank you for cleaning the room and stealing my wife's camera and money from my wallet. He's just putting it out there. I mean, at least they could have stolen more. True. So, um, make this real quick. So, I, I was, I had a house in Toronto. Um, somebody broke into the house. I was actually driving on my way to Buffalo, and I got the call. These people, because um, I had everything laid out for them, apparently. So, these people took all the expensive stuff. So, they had enough time in my house to take all my expensive glasses, but left all the knockoffs. So, they left, they, they took all my real jewelry, but they left the fake jewelry. And it's, it wasn't like it was separated, but they had enough time to do all that. Same. All my clothes that were like in boxes still, because I was getting a lot of stuff from Nike, all that stuff. So, I mean, on the positive note, 
they could have stolen more. Yes. So, and it's not like, I mean, I, I'm not in their bank account, but it's not like they can't. And, and my my thing is, damn, damn, you did y'all not see that big old dude in that hotel room? Is that that the dude you want to steal from, though? But I don't know. I mean, it, it's just suggesting that it had to do with the hotel staff. That's what he's saying. Yeah, you he, never know. Yeah, that's my my thing is like he's not even considering the fact that it could have been like a crazy fan right. or like somebody just walking by. Like he's putting it like just Sheraton Hotels Memphis on blast. Yeah, like without any investigation. Or, or it might be that you forgot it somewhere. <laughs> that's right. Well, let's uh, let's let's move on. <laughs> ring that bell, Tony. Ring that bell, man. All right, so now I want to move to Ronda Rousey's UFC Hall of Fame induction. Uh, a tremendous honor. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I feel the woman that single handedly start like kind of like started that UFC women's division. Mm-hmm. There, there was a, I, I read a quote where Dana White said Ronda Rousey will never compete in the UFC ring. He didn't think she was even. He he put like this. Ronda proved Dana White wrong. Well, he said women. Yeah, when yeah, he came yeah. out that quote, he yeah, said yeah. women want to prove that um, be in the ring. And I, I am, I'm a fan. Not like there's different fans, and I can't explain the type of fan I am for Ronda Rousey. But I read her book. I'm a fan of her de- determination. No question. So um, you know when he said that this was you know Ronda did a whole bunch of stuff in mm-hmm. judo. She was in Olympics, all this other stuff. You know it's. But on on that side too, with Dana, when he was doing the fights for her, I mean, I would really love to see. And I know people said, you know, Cyborg couldn't get the weight down, but Cyborg was willing to get down into Ronda Rousey's weight. Mm. I would really love to see her and Ronda go at it. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like seeing uh, Mayweather and, and Pacquiao. By the time we saw that fight, you know, it was, too, it, was, it, was too, it was too late. It was it was a wash. So I would have really loved to see that because if she were to beat Cyborg, to me. Even if she lost those two fights later on, mm-hmm. that would have been, you know, yeah. because when you think of when I think of MMA and UFC, I think of Cyborg and I think of Ronda Rousey. I think yeah. Ronda Rousey first. Yeah. But it's just kind of like I would love to see that match. So she's definitely well deserving. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. She's it's like it's like I said, it's a tremendous honor. Um, she, she's a woman in a in a. In a, it's a tough sport. Mm-hmm. She she held her own. She I, I think she, it, what gets missed in this whole thing is how many women she gave an opportunity to though. Mm-hmm. Re- like regardless of winning or losing, like she's given the platform. Like now now women can come up and like and stake their claim right. as a serious contender and a serious draw. Yeah, she's one of the biggest draws. And until Connor came, she's the she was the biggest draw UFC. But that's the thing though. When you think of for for you know super fans, obviously you know who's the champion stuff like that. But when you just think of you know the women's UFC or yeah. women's MMA. MMA, the first name you think of is Ronda Rousey. No question. So, you know, there's people who think that she's not deserving of it because of the two matches that she lost, but I'm just kind of like, everything that she's done thus far up until that point was amazing and the fact that you can't legitimately lame the current champion mm. but you can talk about Ronda Rousey that's, you know, that's my point my you know, point is so who's the current women's champion everyone but you know Ronda Rousey don't you though that's, right. that's, see that's box office potential yeah. they were, there was a point where they were comparing that woman to Mike Tyson yeah. like, I don't give a damn well, I mean, right or wrong she was trying to fight Mayweather which is I didn't yeah, really yeah, agree don't, with that don't one don't do that yes. like, no, I said, like I said right, right or wrong that's, that's yeah. crazy that was on ESPN that was on I was reading that on Fox that was on CBS, CBS Sports they were comparing her to Iron Mike Tyson. That's how much impact a female had on that business. So I, I would just shout out to her. Shout, yeah, definitely shout out to her. And then um, also, well, actually, we can continue. I forgot my forgot my thought. Got your <laughs> Ring the bell, Tony. Ring the bell. <laughs> All right, now Lucha Underground yes. season premiere. 
Um, Johan Pena has been blowing me up trying to talk to me about uh, Lucha Underground. I cannot address it enough, Johan, because I'm behind. Mm-hmm. I'm on season two, Johan. We, we I ain't both, even get to season three. Both behind. Lord have mercy. It's so, so many episodes, though. So I'm not even allowed to watch season four tonight. So what can you expect from this amazing, amazing platform on the L Ray Network? Well, you know me. I just like to uh, interview people and then they just become my friends automatically. I don't know if they feel the same way about me, but that's just how I feel about them. So I'm definitely, you know, evil as as you guys know we interviewed her she's an amazing uh, has an amazing beautiful person amazing spirit yeah. so i definitely want to waiting to see you know what happens here for Ivelisse. and then also Taya and Johnny yeah. there were rumors that uh, there was a married we already know they got married we talked about it last week but there were rumors that they actually got married on the show Wow. So I want to see if that's true. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, well, I think this is, I don't know if this is the right season. But anyways, yeah, yeah, it uh, is, is, is it? So um, I am at the point of the season, because I'm, I'm trying to catch up too, where, um, okay, I forgot I forgot his name. But I'm looking forward to this. Um, Lucha Underground is definitely a different yeah. um, way of showing wrestling with the storylines. Yeah. Very, in, like, very... Um, cultural, but also interesting storylines. Yeah. So I'm definitely, you know, looking forward to uh, to seeing that. I mean, just look at that alone. Yeah, the, the way, yeah, the elements they bring. Well, I'm glad you said culturally. It, it, it is a different twist. Like, it's 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 exciting, and you learn new things. I do beyond. I do. The scope of America, absolutely, and I, and I and I'm always like I said, I'm always a fan of, of 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 different platforms, especially for the female wrestlers, and getting to do something different. Wrestling grown men not, and holding their own, though mm-hmm. they're just not in there running around. I mean, when they're taking bumps, they're giving bumps, they're they're winning titles, and that's probably my favorite part of Lucha Underground: the integration of the, the male and female. Yeah, and um, so I'm excited to see what, especially what Eva Lee's got got going on. And I am, ooh, okay. oh, that was dope. It was a right. flash dance right there. <laughs> so I am. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I have contacted several luchadoras, so they are scheduled to be on the show in the next coming weeks. So definitely, um, like I said, we just nonstop illustrious guests will be on this show Word. consistently because that's what I want to see. And I'm sure that's what uh, my folks who watch the show want to see, too. Absolutely. So. Tony. All right, now, so I got Paige hosting a Women's Money in the Bank Summit, so to speak. I put this on here because I was hyped, and it was 10 women on the main event of SmackDown. Listen, I was t- we were just talking about how I get like, upset because there's not enough women on the show as far as like just giving them a, a shot to be on the show. There's 10 women on the show. All right, first they got, off. They got my memo. First off, let me, let me, let me just say, <laughs> notice... Uh, Evan's outfit. Nah, nah, nah. Just, nah. We just almost saying. got through this whole show without just, you mentioning just, just the words. No, it's Evan's outfit. It's just me and Evan. No guests in studio with us, and Evan's just wearing a shirt. That Kudos is. to Naomi, because you all know I love Naomi. But, like, that, I, of course, I'm not deserving of the V-neck with the jewelry. I mean, you that, know, that Rose is, is hot. That, I'm just saying, because I even sent her a tweet. She put something on Instagram. I'm like, yo, you need to send those workouts, because I want to, like, you know, definitely do those workouts as well. So I'm noticing, I'm noticing the trend. That's all I'm going to say. It's a coinky dink right um, here. I did love this, and I just love the fact that you know we ha- they have so many women. Yeah. Um, if they added a few more women, like coming up from NXT, then you have tag team championships, and I know we've talked about that on several occasions. So we don't know if that's going to come out. Um, also, shout out to Lana; she has come a far way. I know the commentators had said that. I don't know if they said it in gist or not, but you know, from when she started to to this point, yeah. definitely different. Um, so definitely co- uh, kudos to her. And you know, there's a interesting storyline brewing. I don't know if there's there's so many women now that I don't know if we're going to be seeing all these women every week, which Correct. is a whole another thing and you know can be irritating on my part because y'all know like i said i'm a huge naomi yeah, Chan, as he's he's watching wearing the shirt so you know um 
which might be good for the wrestlers, might give them some more time to, you know, kind of recoup on the bodies. But, you know, for for fans who are fans of particular individuals, yeah. you know, you might not get to see them as often. So. Yeah, so it was, it was Oscar, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Lana, and Charlotte Flair defeating Carmella, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Peyton Royce, and Billy Kay. As they I'm should. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, everything went the way it was yeah. supposed to. So just keeping up with the theme of this, I know what they're trying to do. Oh, little nature boy strut. Mm-hmm. And, um, and keeping up with this theme, it's, it's showtime Sunday. Mm-hmm. I, we're, I know we're not. Listen, I want to know what you think. Who you think's taking the money in the bank? Let's talk about it. Who do you want to see it? I just want to see it. Win? One, we're going to be live chatting. So one of us is from uh, the team is going to be live chatting. So definitely look at our um, Twitter handle, WPW Weekly. So one of us can be live chatting. We're going to figure out which one of us it is. Um, but um, I'm... I mean, I'm just interested to see it, period. Yeah. And then I'm also interested to see the Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. Um, yeah, man. You know, I, like I said last time with Ronda Rousey and WrestleMania, I wasn't a believer. But I keep forgetting how much work she's, she's just Put a workhorse, per, period. So she's never going to put herself in a position where she doesn't feel comfortable. So I'm really interested to see how that, because she might blow a lot of doubters' minds. Won't she? So I'm really interested to see that. But the woman's money, like, I'm just... I mean, I'm happy with whoever. Um, it, it, all the women that are in it um, from both. I, I like it how they did from both um, SmackDown and Raw. All yeah. the women who are in it. I'm just happy with whoever. You know, you all, everybody already knows my favorites. I don't need to say it a million times. <laughs> um, but I'm just happy with whoever. It's, it's, I'm more interested in how that winner uses it. Like, are they, I don't think they're going to do a Carmella thing where they're going to wait almost a year to cash Not in. Not this time. But I'm going to, you know, are, are they going to use it the night of? Or I'm really interested to see how that storyline progresses. Yeah. You know, and keeping what you're saying about the, the Ronda and Nia thing, this is, this is a one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. You talk about it all the time. Like, stop trying to do all these like provisions and all these weird like let's have a one-on-one match yep. with a female versus female and see how Ronda does for sure alright Tony uh, last one bruh I'm gonna stop harassing you <laughs> drop the like, mic oh, glow versus Total Divas um, you brought this to me. I wanna, I wanna. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about. This. Um. So you you didn't get to watch it, correct? I did not. So I'll give a quick, quick recap. <laughs> One, I was already upset that Naomi wasn't on it. So yeah, I, I hit up Naomi when they actually announced it. I'm like, yo, what's the deal? And she's like, they didn't ask me. Then two, if you are, do watch Glow, um, um, Cherry Bang Sidell, she actually goes to the gym that I go to. Go. So I hit her up and I was like, what's the deal? She's like, they didn't ask me, and she's actually filming uh, for Arrow oh, in no. Canada at the time. But I think she did. They didn't ask her. Period. Um. I watched this and um, they were terrible. <laughs> um, Alicia Fox, like she didn't bring out her crazy. She was just okay. Um, folks, try, just let me know what you think. I didn't. I wasn't really feeling. I thought Alicia and I spoke to a couple people about this. I'm not gonna tell you who, but I thought Alicia was gonna do uh, something more, and she wasn't as good as the rest of them. Got the Bella in there, though. Um, they got both Bellas in there. Um, the girls from Glow were really, they were good, but, like, my girl, Sidel, if you guys know Cherry Bang, Cherry she, bang, bang. follow her on social media, Sidelio Noel, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, she is amazing, and I think she would have murdered this. So I'm very upset whoever were the powers that be did not have Naomi and yeah. Sidel, Cherry Bang, a.k.a. Cherry Bang, on the show. So um, I was not... I was not happy. TK was not moved. It was not not moved. (laughs) But what we can move on to really quickly is the star of the week. Yeah. Women's Pro Wrestling Star of the Week. So this is uh, from uh, Sarah the Rebel. 
Ribs. So our WPWW star of the week is World of Stardom champion Tony Storm. Born in New Zealand but raised in Australia, Tony Storm was actually trained in England, making her inaugur- her international excuse me international star by the age of eighteen. Mm. She also had her first WWE tryout at eighteen during the company's twenty fourteen Australian tour. Wow. But it was really twenty seventeen that was her year. That year she became the first. Progress Women's Champion. She also won the World Wonder Ring Stardom Cinderella Tour and Five Star Grand Prix, becoming the first wrestler to win the two tournaments in the same year. And, of course, that was the year in which she participated in the Mae Young Classic, which I watched. She was absolutely amazing. Advancing to the quarterfinals before losing to Kiri Sang. 2018 is shaping up to be her year as well as she has been announced to participate in the WWE United Kingdom Championship Tournament. Our recommended our recommended match, honestly, is all of Tony Storm's matches, which is absolutely true. I've been trying to get her on the show. Mm. I have no way of contacting her. I've con- contacted her in different ways. So if you know her peoples, tell her peoples to hit us up because we'd love to have her on the show. Um, but um, definitely check out Tony Storm and Piper Nevin in the Mae Young Classic, which is also a great match as well. So that wraps up our WPW Star of the Week. Also for the poll... Who do you want to win uh, money in the bank as far as the championship? And I kind of voiced um, my what I want to see, which is Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. So who do you have, Ronda or Nia? Mm. Ronda or Nia? Um, who do you have? Um, Nia Jax. Nia Jax. I'm hoping it's Nia Jax. I feel like if Ronda has it, it just feels like they're handing it to her. And I know why they would hand it to her because the press would be crazy. Box office. Right? But... Um, in the, the purists, and I'm not yet the, the, the um, you know, encyclopedia of wrestling like Anissa. So shout out to Anissa. Shout She's doing our social media, by the way. So if you're noticing it, it's looking beautiful. That's because of her. Miss Barr. Yeah. So, but um, I am not, I'm not super deep and versed into all of that. However, I feel like the purists, the, the wrestling purists would want Naya to win. Yeah. So. Even, regardless of how, you know what I mean? Even yeah. if it's by, you know, by hook or by crook, why not? But Yeah. But like just have her retain. And which would also be interesting if she can, because she's going to do her signature armbar, Ronda Rousey, if she can get out of that, mm. that's even a storyline in itself yeah. that transcends UFC and wrestling. Yeah. So we'll see. Other than that, Yo. I, before Tony starts screaming at me, <laughs> where can they find you? Uh, Listen, you know, man, how's your boy, man? At Evan T. Mac, Twitter and Instagram, TK, what up? I mean, I just feel like you should change it to like... Uh, I guess, listen, my, I love my name. Yo, shout out to Yo Hump, Pena, before I pass it to TK. Chocolate shout out to Yo Hump. Yo, Joseph Bosa, what's good, baby? I know, definitely shout out to Live Chat. Thank you guys for hopping on with Dan, us. Dan, J-Will. Do, we do have uh, some amazing guests lined up. Um, weeks in advance, so we have a whole bunch of stuff happening in the next six weeks. So definitely check out that on our social media. If you're wondering who our guests are, we're going to be releasing that on Instagram and Twitter. It's WPW Weekly on IG and Twitter. Don't also forget to uh, like AfterBuzz TV Wrestling and Sports on YouTube. Leave those comments. Also, five stars. We don't want anything else. That's it. On iTunes, all <laughs> that good stuff. We know, I know, there are a lot of other wrestling podcasts all over the place. Seriously. However, we do thank you uh, for watching this show. Yeah. Um, without you guys, then we would probably cease to exist. And we yeah. have a lot of great things happening for you guys in season two. 
I said it. Season two, it's, <laughs> it's coming. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of great things. Other than that, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. You can find me on TMZ Talking Ish. Um, a lot of different shows. I call it Wrestling Wednesday. So we have Xbox One, Two, Three, Sixty. We have NXT. We have Total Bellas, which uh, Nisa and I and Evan this week is going to be on. Miss Ball. Because, you know, he does definitely loves Cena a little bit too much. The, lo- the love is real. <laughs> Other than that, we will see you guys next week. Definitely check our social media to find out who it is because we know who it is. Just you don't know just yet. <laughs> See you guys later. Ciao. Peace. From executive producers Kevin Undergaro, Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek, producer TK Trinidad, and me, Mark Donica, your voice of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling, we ask you to rate and comment on iTunes, subscribe to AfterBuzz Wrestling on YouTube, and find us on all social media. Thank you for watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. See you next week. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.